Coming up on this special episode of the Goldilocks Zone, we're about to enter the Lost Mines in our first ever game of Dungeons & Dragons played for you at home. Hey, we're going to do this over a couple episodes. It's going to be a fun journey. Join us and our myth mythical creatures as we traverse our magic journey and other associated words with Dungeons & Dragons. It's going to be fun. Join us. The Goldilocks Zone goes on an adventure starting right now. You're entering the Goldilocks Zone, episode number 27, recorded October 14th, 2015. The Lost Minds of Fandevalor, chapter 1. Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of the Goldilocks Zone. I'm Sean Jenks and I'm joined, as always, by the Dungeon Master himself, Mr. Sir Prince Matt Mariani. Sir, how are we doing this week? I'm feeling pretty good, Sean. Feeling uh, like I just rolled a d20. Oh, hey, I don't know what that means yet, but I, I hope know. I soon will. Um, <laughs> Matt, we've got a lot going on this week, but we've got to start off by introducing our two guests, which I'm very excited about. The first guest is a computer programmer, a connoisseur of alcohol and fine food, and is a co-host of the Don't Panic podcast. It's both Colby Revenue and <laughs> Guys, how are we doing this week? Thanks for joining us. It's I've got great my alcoholic beverage, so I'm good to go. Got oh, my... yes, nice. G ginger ale. I've oh, got yes. my tea. Like a badass. Ah, perfect. Oh. Nice. Well, thanks for being here. Uh, um, as I mentioned, we'll do plugs at the end, but uh, the three of us do a show, Don't Panic, about technology. We do that every week, don'tpanic.io. Um, but Matt and I have for a long time been wanting to do a crossover, like, super episode uh, with both shows. And uh, I think Matt came up with the idea of doing a, a Dungeons & Dragons game on the show with all four of us. Um, we're going to do it over a couple episodes, starting with this one. Now, I don't know how much we want to warn the audience about our lack of knowledge around Dungeons & Dragons. Um <laughs> Because pretty shocking. It goes from zero <laughs> to little, um, and, yeah. and and anywhere in between. Matt, you'll be acting as our dungeon master, so I think the appropriate thing would be to hand it over to you to get us started. All right, <laughs> and before we begin, master. I guess I have to add my own disclaimer here. <laughs> this will be my first time as dungeon master ever, after having played a total of about four hours of actual game. <laughs> So we'll see how this goes. Hopefully this book makes it nice and easy. Uh, so I got the rule book here in case we run into problems. Good. Oh, Sean knows the uh, the quick kill the camera button. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, certainly. Passed on the trigger finger. In case we have any wardrobe malfunctions. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's my snuggie. Goes just There's a reason we don't do this show live anymore. I thought that um, was like a really classy sweater vest this whole time. <laughs> nope. It's snuggie. <laughs> I just shattered the illusion. <laughs> All right. So should we should we begin by introducing the characters? I think that's... Or shall a... I give you a, a lay of the land of this... Uh, this this realm you will be traversing. Well, let's start with our characters, and we'll go around the horn, and maybe each person can introduce their own character. Um, and Matt, we'll, we'll have you go first as uh, Dungeon Master. All right, so as Dungeon Master, I am the basically like two parts referee, two parts storyteller, all parts fun maker. <laughs> so 
basically like when tabletop games were around, there wasn't a CPU to do everything. And you had to have a person who acted basically as the CPU doing like dice rolls, controlling NPCs. And that's my role in the game is that the dungeon master kind of just keeps things moving and uh, makes sure that the game isn't glitching. Very good. All right, Dan. How about uh, how about you? What what? Who are you playing as this evening? All right. So I'm Dell, a elf ranger, a wood elf ranger. Uh, I'm sort of a little bit uh, a little bit mischievous. I come from sort of a rough background. My my village was like destroyed, so I've only really lived by myself. Uh, but uh, I've sort of wandered the world, and I have this like revenge backstory that we'll maybe get into at some point uh revenge angle i've got a short sword and a longbow uh i'm pretty quick to anger and uh yeah i can see in the dark i'm five foot four inches i know all these things well what colby what what uh paragon of virtue will you be bringing to the table (laughs) uh so my name's mal (laughs) nice Uh, I'm I'm a rogue lightfoot halfling, and uh, I'm 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 lawful evil. So I like to push the limits of uh, what chaos I can cause within the bounds of the law. <laughs> uh, my background is criminal. Um, <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> a lawful criminal, of course. <laughs> and and in feel like gen- a mafia boss, like. There are rules to this. Exactly. Yeah. Organized crime. Yeah. <laughs> in in general, uh, if if I'm friends with you, uh, we'll we'll get along great, and I'll I'll have your back. But if not, I'll just cut them loose. Couldn't care Look less. Out. Yeah. Uh, so I have a short sword and a short bow, and yeah, I don't think I can see in the dark, but we'll find out. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. I'm not sure how to know that. <laughs> we'll if you have out. to ask, you don't have it, Colby. <laughs> that is the right answer. Uh, and I will be playing as uh, Salazar or Count Sal, uh, as you can call me. I am a uh, human fighter of nobility. Um, my uh, my my title is essentially meaningless, but I think I'm much more important than I am. Um, but really, I am lawful neutral, and I am all about. Um, respecting and and supporting and protecting the common people um or at least i'm that way on the surface but really secretly i'm all about uh gaining wealth and getting uh, my family back the 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 title and the credit they deserve for the the true nobility that i am um and i love flattery Uh, i have a great axe my greatest possession and a javelin as well um and i have a negative one javelin a javelin yeah i didn't even know you could have that Uh, i can throw it uh, uh 30 feet so I got a pretty great arm, um, unlike yeah. real life. And uh, I have a negative one initiative, which I'm told is not great. So we'll find out more. Uh, I am Count Sal. <laughs> Matt. Count Sal. Count Sal. Sal's pizza. Yes, Count Sal's authentic <laughs> New York-style pizza. Perfect. All, All right, right. Matt. All right, so Colby, what was your character's name again? Mal. Mal, that's right. Okay. Sal, Mal, and <laughs> L. All of our names L. end with an L. Oh, whoa. And all of them are three characters. Dan, are you sure you don't want to change your name to Dal and then they'll all rhyme? No, that's far <laughs> too confusing. I am do sure that. I don't want to do that. 
All right. Are we ready to get this adventure rolling? Absolutely. Hell yeah. All right. More than 500 years ago, clans of dwarves and gnomes made an agreement known as the Fandelver's Pact, by which they would share a rich mine in a wondrous cave known as Wave Echo Cave. In addition to its mineral wealth, the mine contained great magical power. Human spellcasters allied themselves with the dwarves and gnomes to channel and bind that energy into a great forge called the Forge of Spells, where magical items could be crafted. Times were good, and the nearby human town of Phandalin prospered as well. But disaster struck. When orcs swept through the north and laid waste to all in their path. Orcs always through in the neighborhood. Orc. I know, the orcs. You gotta always watch out for the orcs. Jeez. A powerful force of orcs, reinforced by evil mercenary wizards, Ooh. attacked Wave Echo Cave to seize its riches and magical treasures. Human wizards fought alongside their dwarf and gnome allies to defend the Forge of Spells, and the ensuing battle destroyed much of the cavern. Few survived the cave-ins and the tremors, and the location of Wave Echo Cave was hereby lost forever. Though for centuries, rumors of buried riches have attracted treasure seekers and opportunists to the area surrounding Phandalin, but no one has ever succeeded in locating the lost mine. In recent years, people have resettled the area. Phandalin is now a rough-and-tumble frontier town. More important, the Rockseekers brothers, a trio of dwarves, have discovered the entrance to Wave Echo Cave, and they intend to reopen the mines. Unfortunately for the Rockseekers, however, they are not the only ones interested in Wave Echo Cave. Mm -hmm. A mysterious villain, known only as the Black Spider controls a network of bandit gangs and goblin tribes in the area, and his agents have followed the rock seekers to their prize. Now the Black Spider wants Wave Echo Cave for himself, and he is willing to take steps to make sure that no one else knows where it is. Ooh, spooky. All right. So that's our background. How did, we, how did we end up together? Do we know that yet? Or are we going to get into that? Well, that's the that's the beauty of Dungeons & Dragons, Dan, is that <laughs> you can kind of just make up your own story about how you guys got together. Why don't we do that now before yeah. we get into part one hook? Yeah. How did you guys meet? What are, What is your purpose for traveling to Phandalin? So, so I, I think I know how I met Sean. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, Sean... You mean how you met Sal. How I met Sal, yeah, sorry. How I met... <laughs> So, how almost like how, how I met your mother. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I probably am you know, very quick to anger, and and Sal is a very upstanding person. cares a lot about the common person. cares a lot about you know good and and the law. Uh, so I think that you know we may have just been a uh, uh, in the same room, and then I was about to like really take it to someone because they insulted my honor, and Sal stopped me. Uh, so I sort of saw something in him, like, you know, this guy could maybe make me a better person, uh, maybe a little less quick to anger, uh, so I'll stick with him. 
that's so, and, so and, that's how Sean and I got together. Well, and from my perspective, Sal, sorry. Sal is is in town uh, to restore his family's greatness by finding the 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 lost mines, uh, and um, and and sees uh, what's Dell as as his uh, as his ticket to uh, to, to to riches uh, for his family. So where does Colby come into this? It's like mobster. So Sal has a lot of ulterior motives, I see. Mm. Yeah, he's a slimy guy. Get used to it. <laughs> Who always so, does the right thing. <laughs> how does Val come into this? Well, I, I'm considering the possibility that I was the one who uh, sparked sparked Dell's temper, <laughs> in, in, possibly uh, nearly nearly starting a brawl. Uh, uh, maybe cheating at a game of cards or something. Yeah, oh, okay. certainly, certainly. All right. But, okay, but, so that's what an interesting, uh, we, uh, interesting web we have weaved for how our, our heroes have gotten together. Yeah, so there's certainly well, some tension since I'm so much better <laughs> at games of skill than Dell. Right. Mm. Dexterity again, Colby. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Sixteen plus three is that? I don't know how to. That's pretty good. Yeah, he has a plus three modifier on a uh, sixteen dexterity. 19 Pretty respectful. Just saying. Ooh, wow. We can do some uh, some card tricks later. <laughs> As I mentioned to Sean before the uh, the story formally got going, I think before you guys joined the the show, we have a we have a um, a high charisma crew. I think everybody here, really? nobody here has lower than ten charisma. Oh yeah, I have thirteen. I thought that was low. No, thir- thirteen is is average and. Uh, then I see Sean has 14 and Colby has 16. Ah. Or, yeah. We're pretty great. It's a lot, a lot of crazy total assholes. So, yeah, you guys, you guys could probably talk your way out of a lot of stuff. Nice. And we Not will. Not all stuff, but maybe a lot. <laughs> we will. And we will. And we're going to have to. Colby <laughs> <laughs> those threes. Yeah. Okay. So you are, you're all meeting near Fandolin. So part one. Meet me in Fandolin. Mm-hmm. The team is in the city of Neverwinter when their dwarf patron and friend, Gundren Rockseeker, hires them to escort a wagon to Fandolin. Gundren has gone ahead with a warrior, Sildar Hallwinter, and he intends to do business in the town while the characters follow with the supplies. All characters will be paid ten gold pieces each by the owner of Barthen's Provisions in Fandolin when they deliver the wagon safely to the trading post. All right, so first mission is an escort mission. All right. Got this. Okay. Here's your map. I should probably show that. <laughs> oh, hey! There Here's we map. are. Oh, wow. You guys are... Right near, um, I guess you're right near Neverwinter, which is here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And you're going to travel. You're trying to escort the wagon to uh, to Fandolin. Which is where this mine is. Which is, yeah, kind of close. There it is. There it is. It's right there. Oh, so wow. you're going from, from there down to here. Okay. Sort of, yeah. Okay. So you're heading south down the road. 
heading south down the road. I think what we need to figure out first is how are you guys positioned on the wagon? Oh, we're on the wagon? We get to ride yeah, on the wagon? So, so one of you has to drive the wagon. Uh. And basically the other two can either sit next to the driver, sit on top of the wagon. You could like walk alongside it if you want. What is the uh, uh, skill that governs wagon driving? <laughs> that was my question. That, that was, that's a good question. That would be dexterity, actually. All right. Yeah. I think that I should drive the wagon then. Yes. In case we need to make, take some evasive maneuvers on the <laughs> road. That's a good idea. That's a good I, idea. I, All right, I will so... escort the wagon. <laughs> can I sit on top of the wagon? So if I were you guys, yeah, Colby, you can sit on top of the wagon, but I would not. I probably wouldn't trust Sal to sit near the wretches since he seems to clearly have ulterior motives, but that's, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I think right. we have to trust Sal. Like, there's only three of us. That's true. He's your teammate. And I'm not going to trust the okay. mafia guy to sit near the wretches. And I got to drive the wagon. It's not my job to bully the common people. It's to protect them. You, the common people. <laughs> <laughs> that's right sal's nobility guys watch out right count sal all right so we have we all have our places on the wagon um two oxen are pulling the wagon wagon is packed full of an assortment of mining supplies and food who gave us this wagon again gundren Rockseeker. he's our okay. patron yes in the city of neverwinter oh he's the guy who owns the uh who 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 needs like he had the entrance to the mine, but then the other guy found it. Yes, his there's the trio of brothers, the rock seekers, and they right. they're a bunch of dwarves, they're brothers, and they found the entrance to the mine. And what did he uh, say that we were transporting? We were transporting <laughs> uh, mining supplies and food to okay. a trading post, and you're each going to be paid ten gold pieces each. Um, okay. Can I, can, says, I, can I can uh, I inspect the wagon to see if they're if if he's lying? Yeah, that's a, that's a, actually that's a good idea. Is that, can, is that a can, perception or an insight check? I can throw my that pieces. is going to be perception. Insight, I think insight only deals with when you're like talking to people. All right, here we go. Perception. You're going to do gonna a perception. Be my first check. D twenty, guys. Woo! All I right. promise I won't lie. So, oh my god! It literally is a twenty. I'm not even wow. <laughs> joking. That's the first one. plus three. We're All right, I'm pulling up your character sheet. <laughs> okay, so you got you got a crit. You got, <laughs> you, you got a I crit. I saw the, the shit out of that wagon. <laughs> I, I know everything in it. You perceived it so hard. Yeah. So now you yes, you know that wagon inside and out, Dan. And is um, it as he claimed. Discover, you discover that the wagon is packed full of assortments of mining supplies and food. This includes a dozen sacks of flour, several casks of salted pork, two kegs of strong ale, shovels, picks, and crowbars, about a dozen each, and five lanterns with a small barrel of oil, about 50 flasks in volume. The total value of the cargo, you assume, is 100 gold pieces. And that's we it. We don't want those lamps to blow up. I will say that. So, mm-hmm. good thing we don't have any wizards. No fire spells. Anyone. <laughs> Got it. All right. Actually, I don't think any of you guys... Uh, nobody's um, magic. Right. No magic. Uh, that yeah, doesn't but... sound important. <laughs> We're so Now, don't go lighten up your cigar <laughs> in the back there. Yes. Okay. I'll, so, I'll, yes. 
So do you think anyone would notice if one of the kegs of ale was a a, a tad lighter than when, when we arrived and when we departed? That's your call. <laughs> Just uh, 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 let's let's leave it more towards the end. Hmm. I think like uh, it looked like there are some some uh, some foresty areas on that map. There, you might want to once we get closer to our destination, we can we can ease the burden on the oxes a little bit. All right. <laughs> All right. So you're continuing down the road. You've been on the Tribor Trail for about half a day. Actually, wait, before I start, Colby or Sean, did you want to do anything? Did you want to make any kind of checks or anything like that? Um, uh, I, I, I merely keep a suspicious eye on my criminal cohorts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Colby? No, I don't want to do anything. No, uh... Sampling of the product? Evil? Not yet. Soon. Okay. So you've been on the Tribor Trail for about half a day. As you come around a bend, you spot two dead horses sprawled about 50 feet ahead of you, blocking the path. Each horse has several black feathered arrows sticking out of it. The woods press close to the trail here with a steep embankment and dense thickets on either side. Uh... I can keep it rolling with another perception check. See if I can't like figure out what kind of arrows there those are. Who might have made them? How fresh? Okay. How freshly dead those horses are? Uh, all right. Let's see if we get another twenty here. Fifteen. So fifteen plus three is eighteen. That's passable. I say that it, that perception check succeeds. Um, you analyze the arrows and you can confirm that the arrows did in fact kill the horses. Um, the horses have been dead for about a day. Okay. The arrows are definitely goblin made. Mm. Definitely goblin made. And the horses you identify as belonging to Gundren Rockseeker and Sildar Hallwinter. Oh man, this guy left some, uh, some details out of this mission here. Mm. That's right. Isn't he supposed to be back at the trading post? (laughs) Indeed. Uh, could you could you describe for me again the the location in which we're in, like the okay? So, your um, the two dead horses are about fifty feet ahead of you. They're blocking the the path that you're following. Mm-hmm. So no way around it unless you go off the path. Um, you're essentially at like a choke point. There there are woods that are deep deep thickets of woods coming together almost to like almost over the path but there's like a very small narrow pathway but it's being blocked by these horses and there's a steep embankment on uh either side i see it's kind of like a valley at the same time right uh could i like try and sneak ahead or something and and like up to the horses and see if anything is going on around there yeah you can do that you can just move right up to the horses if you unless or you could sneak well, I mean, it seems like the 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 geography and this this uh, blockade in the middle of it it seems very suspicious to me. Like it feels like an ambush. So I don't, I don't I wouldn't want everyone to go walking into something that uh, we won't be able to get out of. I would right. like to do the. First, one of the most important steps in CPR, I would like to check the scene for safety. 
<laughs> so you're going to do it. Are you saying you want to do a perception check on the environment? You know, sure. you know what I'm curious about, Sean, if, if you're doing a perception check is uh, do, do we see any like tracks? I, mean, I have a survival check I could do for this. So maybe do yours first and I'll do mine. OK, there. I would like to yeah. do mine. How do I do that? Oh. What am I doing? You're rolling your D20 for I got a perception a check. You got a 10? I got a 10. Okay. That meets the criteria for a perception yes. check. Meets the criteria. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah, I, I set the criteria as 10 for that. So <laughs> just, you just made the cut. Although I think you had your modifier, so you're probably fine either way. Um, so you're checking out the environment, scoping around the scene. And you realize that the saddlebags have been looted. <gasps> and nearby lies an empty leather map case. Mm. Mm. Uh, we should definitely... Well, so I want... Uh, should I... I'll do the survival check. I want to see if there are tracks. If the goblins shot these horses and then, like, looted them. And then, if so, if they went off in a certain direction. Uh, maybe that can help us. So you're going to do a survival check? Yep. I think. What? It's a 12. 12. Um, yeah, that meets the criteria. I set it at 10 again. Um, wait, so you were, are you trying to see if these people are still alive? No, I, I want to see the- if, if they shot the horse and then they like, and then there's evidence that that they were that the goblins came to the horses and that they were, uh, you know, around them and stealing things off of them, or if not, like, does it look like there was a struggle after the horses were shot, or is it just like, is there nothing? Is there tracks going there and tracks leaving? All you all you can ascertain is that the arrows definitely killed the horses instantly. And that the um, the horses have been dead for about a day. Yeah. Um, the arrows clearly killed the horses. Um, and the, and the saddlebags some... on the horses are empty. Saddlebags are empty and looted. Mm. And there's an empty leather map case nearby. All right. Matt, do we know how close these horses are to that embankment? <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean, the horses, I would say, are... They're, they're, they're fairly close to the embankment. There's... Um, very little room around the horses. Can can I check and see if there's something at the bottom of that embankment? You're at the bottom of the embankment. Well, then they're at the top of the embankment. The embankment. I I, I was led to believe like it's like this, and uh-huh. we're at the bottom of it. We're in like okay. a valley. But then where are the horses? Like a valley, but not as high. The horses are in the road. Oh, so they're in the horses embankment with both. us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't have All an imagination, guys. You have to stay with me. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. Funny. Can, can I move up to the horses? Are we at the horses? You're no. The horses are fifty feet ahead of you. Okay, I want to move up to the horses. I'll, okay, I'm, I'm totally okay, willing to do that by myself. Tightly on the. Are range. you guys going with them or? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> fifty feet. Thing. Yeah, let's creep. Let's creep the thing up there. I think it's better if we stick together. All right, fine. Can I take the whole wagon up. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah, okay. even if we get attacked there, it's easier to defend with a wagon than with nothing. That's true. Four goblins are hiding in the woods. Ah, two fuck. on each side of the road, two on each embankment. They wait 
until the players approach the bodies, and then they attack. All right, here we go. Um, I, I kill them all. <laughs> do, 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 do we get to roll for initiative? I've never done that before. All right, so now basically the goblin surprise attacked you, so the goblins get initiative. Um, you guys, you guys can roll amongst yourselves for who gets the initiative. All right, between All right. the three of you. So that's another D twenty, Sean. Plus your five. Your Minus one is four. Four. Uh, Great. I'm useless. I got three. I got twelve. But where I thought there was a uh, wasn't there like an initiative score? Yeah, oh, I, I didn't fucking fill it in. Oh, I see. Yeah, Dell's is blank. <laughs> uh, all right. It, it's a sum of something, right? It's like yeah. Okay, let's look into that. We're gonna consult the rule book real quick. I think it. I think it has to do with your dexterity and your um. Yeah. And your like level. Here, there's a there's a glossary back here. It shouldn't take too long. <laughs> Glad we Very solved fancy. that. All right. Well, let's uh, let's keep going here. Yeah. All right. So the goblins are going to attack first. Goblins. Check the stats for them. I can make saving throws with strength or dexterity because of something. Yeah. That is true. I do remember that. <laughs> Here's the goblin stuff. Okay. Sweet. We found the goblins. We found them. All right, so you're being attacked by four goblins, yeah. two on each embankment. They jump off. Your cart is right in the middle, and they attack. And the first person they're going to attack is the person who is driving the cart. Damn it. Yeah. That's you, Dan. <laughs> All right. So the goblins, uh, we'll, we'll say um, the two goblins on the eastmost embankment jumped onto the cart. They're both on either side of you. They're trying to wrestle you off the cart basically, uh -huh. so they can commandeer the cart. So you're going to have to um, defend against their first attack from first goblin. And he's going to roll... Wait, so I, is this a strength check for me? <clears throat> this is a, um, this is, I think it, it's just basically your, uh, your armor class. Oh, he's just a straight up attacking me. He's, he's not just trying straight to up force attack. me off of the thing. He's no, like, he, he has his, uh, yeah. he has his oh, goblin okay. sword raised up and he's, he's gonna, he's gonna try to kill you. Yeah. And push you off the cart. All right. So I guess I roll a d20 then, right? I think yeah, so. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. He has a scimitar, so I'm rolling a d6. No, don't you have to roll to see if you hit me, and then you roll damage? Yes. And the hit is a d20 against my armor class? Yes, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> it's We're all so coming good. back to me now. All right, he so... He has advantage because of the sneak attack? He has advantage because he ambushed you. Right. So he gets to roll twice, and I have an armor class of 14. Yeah. Uh... Do I get anything else other than that? I don't think so. I think it's just... All right. So this is just to see if it hits. This It might not hit. So right. he swings the scimitar. He hits. Damn it. It was a five. Um, 
a Let's five. See the damage he's gonna do. It was a five, yeah. But I have fourteen AC. Isn't it? Um, it says plus four to hit. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's. I thought that's what it meant. Like if it was above four. Yeah, but now don't you determine the strength of the hit? Yes. Now we. Now this. And that goes now. against his armor class, right? And that goes against the armor class. Yeah. So here we go. Now I roll this d6 again. He does one damage. Nice. One damage. All right. All right. Wait, was that a d6 or a d20? That was a, a d6. For damage? He only, his attack only does d6 damage. Oh, okay. Yep. All right, I have a so serious question. Make, hang on, one, real quick. Okay. To make an attack, roll a d20 and add the appropriate modifiers. If the total of the roll plus modifiers equals or exceeds the target's armor class, then the attack hits. Okay. All right, so it's the armor class for hitting that. Yeah, so the goblin should re-roll, roll d20, and there it's like okay. a strength check. I oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Okay, all right. So, so they get the start strength over. modifier. Okay, goblin rolled a 19. Yeah, that hits. So okay. then, and then the one damage. Then it does one damage, yeah. All right. All right. We're in the groove. We're doing it. All right. This is only gonna get. It's only gonna get up from here. Only uphill from here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So that was Goblin One. Did his attack. Now Goblin Two is also attacking Dan on the cart. All right. He's gonna roll a Z twenty. He got a twenty. He got a crit. Shit. Yeah, that's not good. No. That's what does good. that mean? A crit. It's a critical hit. It means that he gets to roll. I think he gets to roll this twice, right? Yeah. He gets to roll the D6 twice Good and Lord. do that much damage. And it's a six. <laughs> oh, my God. And a three. All right. So, so I'm down to two hit points, everyone, wow. just, just so you're all aware. Wow, that sounds <laughs> so, bad. So my question was, like, what? how do you know how many hit points you have? The hit points you have are, it should be under, it says hit point maximum. Uh-huh. Your armor class is different. Your armor okay. class is like before you start getting into hit points, they, it takes away from your armor. Gotcha. Uh, so, for example, Colby, you have nine. You have nine hit points uh-huh. and an armor class of fourteen. Right. So the goblin has to get through fourteen of your armor class before it starts taking it out of hit points. Now, important thing to remember is that you're not dead when you get to zero. When you get to zero hit points, you're incapacitated. Oh. Other teammates can come in and save you. They can, like, drag you out of the battle. They can bring you to safety. Uh, you're not dead. You're dead when you get to negative 10. Gotcha. All right, so All negative right. 10, your 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 character's dead, and, and unfortunately, we have to make a new character. Cool. <laughs> Unless you guys want to do, like, some kind of that's weird, a, that's like... That's about to happen to me right we can, now. We can cross that bridge when, when we, we get there. When we yeah. come to it, yeah. Um, so that's it. Uh, now the Goblin 3. Goblin 3 is, is, uh, who was, who, you, you both are not on the cart, right? Cole no, I'm on top of the cart. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm around the vicinity of the cart. All right. So Goblin number 3 is coming for Sean. Oh, f- shit. Okay. <laughs> He's coming for Sean because he can see him okay. hide, hiding behind the cart or on the side of the cart. But it. Is it a surprise attack? It's a surprise attack, just like all the goblins. God, okay. Because they're ambushing you. He's going to roll a d20. 
and he only got a one. Hey, suck it. He only got a one, which With means... With air ball. Air ball, and it means the opposite of a crit. It means basically the goblin raises his scimitar, sees you at the side of the cart. He charges forward, but he trips over one of the horses, and his foot gets caught in the stirrup. The goblin is now on the floor. Anyone who attacks him will have the advantage. Oh. So then do I, I get to grab... We should do. What? We should we should we should get the horses up to a gallop and drag that asshole behind us. And let us deal with it. Your oxen, get your yeah. oxen up. Yeah. <laughs> well, bef- before we before we do that, can I can I interrogate the goblin for information? No, we're under attack. No, but you're still in the middle of battle. Okay, can we do that later though? Yeah. Throat. But should I but should I kill the goblin now or should I wait? Probably help out your 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 friend who's about to be murdered by goblins yeah. on on the, on the cart. It's like Swiss cheese over here. Okay. Yeah, I man. Will, I will do that. All right, but now we have but goblin number four has to go. So. Okay, goblin number goblin I've, I've number seen... four. Mm-hmm. He sees Colby on top of the cart. He wants to take him down because he sees that Colby's up there, and uh, Colby's high amount of um, of dexterity. Proves to be threatening, so he wants to take Colby down. So a D20, got a 14, and your armor class is in fact 14. In the event of a tie, I think that it doesn't hit. I could be totally wrong about that, but that's just how I'm going to play it. We'll go with that. Yeah, go with that. Sounds good. Uh, So basically, so the goblin did not hit. He failed his attack. He tried to climb up onto the cart. Um, but before he could get his, before he could get his scimitar up in the air, uh, he he uh, dropped it on the floor, and now he has to pick it up. So, uh, all right. So the situation: you guys are now attacking. Uh, two goblins are on either side of Dan, beating him up. Yeah. Uh, Sean is is struggling with the 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 felled goblin who's been caught in the stirrup of one of the dead horses, and uh, Colby is on top of the cart. Oh, I thought he was caught in one of our ox's stirrups. Oh, oh no, no, one of the... The dead horses, yes. <laughs> one that of the horses funny, that's on the ground. <laughs> yeah. All right, so how do you want to approach this situation? Uh, who had the highest initiative from you yeah, guys? That was me. Colby? I had nine. Oh, I okay. had 16. What am I looking at? What, what, was, you... what was your initiative... Oh shit! I don't remember. Am I supposed it to remember? Was low. It was, it was like low. four. It, it was stupid low. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yes. say because we'll, you have a negative initiative. We'll just assume <laughs> you're going last. Fair enough. So Dan is Dan is going to go first. He has All to right. decide what to do. What's the uh, situation with like? Is it, are there trees above me? Can I just like eat, nope the fuck out of here and just like jump into a tree? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. Damn no. It. There's no tree. There, you're not. You know what? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> there's, there's a tree limb hanging right above you, sure, but you have to you have to meet the uh, dexterity check. Right, right, okay. I've done pretty well with these dexterity checks so far, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump up. My plan is I'm gonna leap up onto this branch, <laughs> and then I can whip out my arrow and just like wow. my bonus go to town on these assholes beneath me. All uh, right, all Let's right, here we go. Works out for you. It's in twelve. You got a twelve? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you jump up, you manage to just barely grab the limb of the tree. Uh, the limb shakes, however, um, 
and you spend you you have to compensate by uh, settling your balance on the limb, and you're unable to take out your bow and arrow. Uh, right. But you do escape danger for now. Good, good. Okay, now it's uh, we're going to Colby. All right. Uh, so. Oh wait, wait! Before you go, I'm gonna add to that. I'm gonna say that the goblins comically crash into each other. <laughs> three stooges after after Dan springs out of there, and uh, they've collided, and now both of those goblins are on the ground, um, and they are uh, incapacitated. <laughs> All right. So so the situation is there are two incapacitated goblins on the three? ground under Dan. Right. And, There's oh, one that's that's on the ground next to Sean, like next to the horses. Yep. yep. And then there's the one who is not incapacitated, trying who tried to get up onto the cart. Tried to get up onto the cart and then dropped his scimitar when he tried to swing it at you. Oh, right. dude, Colby, take that guy out. Yeah, that's what I want to <laughs> do. I want to shoot that guy right in the face. Okay, you're going to shoot him right in the face. Which one of your things does more damage, though, Colby? Because I feel like he's within striking distance. They so, both do equal damage. Yeah. Okay. And I, the short yes. bow and the short sword. Um. However, I think if you if you wanted to use the short bow, it might take an extra turn because you have to get the, the arrow out of the quiver. Oh, lame. Because you have to like charge it. It's like charging an attack, so it God. takes a turn for that. Well, I guess I'll use this sword then. Yeah, just dispatch him with that short sword. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed because I wanted to shoot him in the face. Well, you can shoot one of the other goblins. <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to it. I'll leave one for you. Nice. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So what do I have to do? All right. So um, then you're going to roll a d20. Okay. got a seven a seven and plus the strength modifier oh yeah plus minus your one. plus your strength modifier minus one. negative one <laughs> negative one um the goblin you attempt to swing your your short sword at the goblin uh who is on the ground but uh you you miss him you go what you you hook it wide right and uh, your sword ricochets right off the uh, the wood of the cart. Your attack misses. I knew I should have used my bow. <laughs> <laughs> now it is Mr. Sean's turn. How far away from the goblin attacking Colby am I? You are approximately... You're at the bottom of the cart. Yes. And towards the front. You could get there in one turn. You could get there. Is you it is it thir- not, is it thirty feet or less? Away. What is it thirty feet or less? Oh, easily, yeah. Okay, I would say you're about like fifteen feet. Then I want to pick up my javelin and throw it straight through the heart of that goblin. Yes, <laughs> nice. All right, but he's lying on the. Wait, is this the one? No, this is the one. No. This is the goblin that is bending over to pick up his scimitar. Right, right in the asshole. Right. I seriously hope you hit him. Right in right. his ass. All right, let's shake. <laughs> And Sean rolls, Sal rolls, a two! Oh, no! <laughs> and... God. Wait, plus the, uh... I got What is it? Which one is it? I think it's, it's a dex... Plus the dexterity mod. Minus one! <laughs> oh, 
Sean watches. Sean, Sean grabs the javelin and what, throws it into the woods? Sean grabs the javelin and, and just chucks it blindly, attempting to be the hero of the situation. Mrs. nearly hits Colby in the head with the javelin. <laughs> you just barely misses. You find it's going to kill Colby. The javelin falls back and gets, and gets uh, wedged into the floor behind the cart. Unceremoniously and unmiraculously. Outstanding. Now it is the goblin's turn once again. <laughs> goblin rolled a two. This is goblin one. This is one of the ones on the cart. What is he doing? Uh, he's trying to get up. Actually, yeah, he's not even attacking anybody because you're hanging on to the tree limb. So right. goblin one is, is just getting his bearings, standing up after colliding into goblin two. Goblin 2 is doing the same after colliding into Goblin 1. They both now realize that their victim has fled the scene, and they're confused and looking for him. (laughs) Uh, Now Goblin 3, who has his foot caught in the stirrup, is struggling to try to get out of that bad situation. Uh, We will see. He's going to have to pass a dexterity check to try to untangle himself from the horse's. He does not pass the dexterity check, so he is still stuck in the stir. They're just as incompetent as we are. <laughs> he we, is just struggling, yeah. and uh, we're, we're like the three stooges. Of, yeah, this is worth fights. Goblin four is uh, clamoring on the. He actually, Goblin four is still on the top of the cart. Um, <clears throat> having picked up his scimitar, he looks straight at his would-be assailant, Sean. <laughs> turns around. He jumps off the cart in an attempt to stab Sean like a like a ninja. <laughs> We're gonna see if he passes that dexterity check. He does not. <laughs> jumps off the cart. Airball lands squarely on both feet in the exact wrong way to land on the ground. Breaks both. Uh, his one angles. of his bones shatters straight through his kneecap. He rolls on the floor in excruciating pain right at the feet of the hero, Duke Salazar. <laughs> I'm the best guy who never did anything. <laughs> I'm a great warrior. That's your catchphrase. <laughs> the greatest who did nothing. All right. And now it is back to the heroes. All right. Dan, you are All right, hanging so by the tree limb. We've got these two, two ones sort of right beneath me. And then the Colby one and the Sean one. Or no, the stirrup one and the, now the Sean one. Uh, so so I'm going to use my bow and and go to shoot for one of the ones beneath me. Uh, uh, which one? I'm not sure it really matters. Uh, I'll tell you you're closer to... Oh. You're closer to the one that is fighting Sean. Than you are to the one that has his foot caught in the stirrup. What about the two beneath me that they just like clonked their heads and they're just standing up? Oh, they're yeah, they're they're actually they're fairly close. To, they're probably the closest to you because you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want to go for those guys because they, okay. they might be able to jump up on my branch. Right. Uh, all right. So I'm gonna do uh, dexterity d20 to shoot one of these jerks. And I, I'll, the one on the left, I'll say it doesn't really matter. 13. 13. Your arrow misses just narrowly. No. Just narrowly falls oh. short of the uh, the goblin on the left. 
Um, All right. And I'm going to try to... I, I'm preparing myself to repel them from the branch, just so you know. Like, I'm aware this could happen. I'm going to, like, poke them with my longbow. They, like, did you add your modifier to that? I did, yeah. <laughs> it was a 9 plus 4. Oh, yeah. All right, just, nar- just narrow miss. Just narrowly miss. And keep them on their toes. They're a little bit, like, low. They're a little... That's right. That rattle, like this, 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 this guy just jumped up on this branch and shooting arrows at him. It's got to be a little intimidating. That's all <laughs> Despite the fact that I'm bleeding profusely. Yeah. All right, Colby, save us. Yeah. Well, so can I take out my bow and shoot someone, or do I have to take out my bow and then shoot someone? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Because you had your you had your short sword equipped. You're gonna have to switch. Basically, switch weapons takes a turn. If you want to use your, but or you can just yeah. use your short sword and go and go to town. No, I'm definitely taking out my bow. I'm not going for any of that sh- short right. sword bullshit just, anymore. No, we have an out here because remember the lamps. Like we don't, we, our lives are worth more than this guy's shit. We can just. Blow- <laughs> I'm <laughs> feeling confident. That's Everything's I mean, gone our I, way I, for I, me. I, I, I don't think we lost the upper hand yet. <laughs> I'm just keep, bear in mind if it's a good if thought. You see the opportunity. It's a good all thought. Right. <laughs> I mean, in his mind, your lives are only worth thirty gold pieces. Mm, that's <laughs> true. For what you will. True, and I don't know about you, but I've got those thirty gold pieces to pay him for our lives. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, so I take out my bow. That's all I do, right? Can I do anything else? You can take out your bow, and you can set an arrow in the in the take it out of the quiver and set it in the bow. Consider it done. <laughs> All right, Mr. Sean. Uh, one question: the the goblin that busted its legs so dramatically, we needed an instant replay. Uh, does he still possess his weapon? Yes. He has his weapon. He he never let go of the weapon. He clenched it even tighter when he fell, uh, when he shattered his knee. Uh, but he's on the ground incapacitated, so whoever attacks him will have an advantage. Okay. Tell me if I'm allowed to do this. Uh, having watched as everyone else is attacked around me, and I not only did nothing, but also threw away my javelin, um, I roll my eyes dramatically, slowly walk <laughs> over to the goblin with the broken leg, and kick his weapon out of his hand as if it were an action movie. Yeah, you can totally do that. removing the threat. Nice. Do you I get totally to do, do, that. do I get to do more, or is that my whole turn? That would be your whole turn. You could do that. Or I'm you okay with that. The other two are incapacitated, so I'm, I'm. I think no. I think the great. Uh, you want to you want to interrogate him. Those is what you're going for. I would like to do that too. Can I also do that in this turn? No, no, no. But like, I, that would be the reason uh, for it. It's not cleaving. Oh him yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I will get to killing them when I'm ready. Yes, that's exactly Absolutely. okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm removing the immediate threat. Yeah. All right. Sure. Check the scene for safety. <laughs> so, so you're gonna you're saying you want to kick the the weapon out of the goblin's hand? I do. Um. Is okay. That, is that strength? What is that? That's that's gonna be yeah. That's gonna be yeah. It's definitely strength. Okay. What do I roll? So for you're gonna that? apply your strength modifier to a. We guess minus one. <sighs> do, no, wait. he has a plus three actually. Oh shit! Do yeah. I do I wow. roll? Uh, you're gonna roll. I'm gonna. I'm trying to determine the dice you're gonna. I think you're gonna. You'll roll a d4. Oh boy! All right, let me get a D four here. Yeah, roll a D four. All right, we'll shake it, and it says three. Okay, so that's three plus three, six. six. You did a six damage while kicking the uh, 
the weapon that, out of the goblin. I'm assuming that's and, a lot. Now you know what? I'll do a um. Now I'll do a dexterity check. No, I'll do a strength check on the goblin to make sure that he dropped his javelin or his uh his thing, and he did. So you kicked the. I kicked, kicked it the, so hard it's in another county. I wouldn't say that. Okay. But you kicked it pretty hard, and his. Uh, whatever his work weapon, his goblin weapon is, which is a scimitar. His scimitar goes flying. Uh, it's it's far enough away from him that you don't have to worry about it, at least for a turn. Uh, the goblin also takes six damage. Suck it. Um, we didn't hear that, Dan. Okay, good. It, hopefully it doesn't kill him. Does not kill him. Does right. not kill him, but it does a significant amount of damage. Surprisingly, yeah, these goblins are uh, weak, kind of weak sauce. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Bit. Yeah. So, uh, right. So that goblin is now at nine HP, um, down from fifteen. Uh, now, and now it's back to the goblins. Before I guess. we get to the goblin response, Matt, we have to conclude chapter one <laughs> of our journey. To the Lost Mines. We couldn't just wait till after the battle? <laughs> no, I told you we got to do it at about the hour mark. But this is a dramatic right. cliffhanger for the folks at it home. Is. They're going to want to tune in for Chapter 2. So let me just quickly remind everybody, GoldilockShow.com and SoundCloud.com slash GoldilockShow are places where you can get all the episodes. Look at the feed because Chapter 2 is definitely coming right after Chapter 1. So if you listen to this, it's probably uh, up or up soon. Um, so check that out. I want to thank Colby and Dan for being here. Check them out on the Don't Panic podcast at Don'tPanic.io. Colby on Twitter at ColbyRabidoo uh, and Dan on Twitter at JazzDan. So thanks both of you guys for being here. And they will be back for Chapter 2, obviously, because we have to continue the story. What will happen to our intrepid heroes will the goblins get what's coming to them and will i ever have to actually injure anybody we'll find <laughs> out coming well, up on chapter two uh thanks for joining us we'll see you next time on the goldilocks zone <laughs>